call a little dialing music. Okay. So, this is Dan and Paul, the Dan and Paul show, otherwise known as Talking Paragraphs. And I don't know how much of this we want to talk about on today's episode, but it's been kind of a uh trial and tribulation yeah to to even get this podcast started not i mean it's not sisyphus you know we're not it it was more just we we, is that that's the guy with the boulder yeah yeah the greek guy with the boulder Uh, and we're not we're not ukrainians we're not being shelled sure it was just uh, howitzers. It's just that the tools that we usually use to assemble this podcast were malfunctioning in some way, whether it was a headphone wire or the software that we use, or just some kind of message Did from it? the greater cosmos saying, "Do we really want these this? Are, Does this need to be said?" These are, yeah, these are not even getting to the tools of like power of conversation or topic ideas or yeah. uh, game planning, charting of topics. Since we know our, our users... guy, what to yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, Bo, our marketing guy, uh, B-E-A-U, yeah. uh, he, he's, he's, <laughs> as, he's just useless. As they say in Texas, he's, he's uh, nipples on a bowl. Uh, but, uh, you know, we don't pay him very much. Well, we don't pay him anything. So, uh, uh, and I, I also, I, I also think it was a mistake on our part to involve a guy named Bo Future Machine. Uh, I mean, uh, who names themselves Bo Future Machine? It's just, it's a stupid name. It's almost like I made it up on the fly, but I didn't. His name is Bo Future Machine. Uh, yeah. He had it. Le- he had it legally changed from. Uh, he had it legally changed from Jetson. He's the scientist that's working on the um, the laser guided lightning. Look program. at you! Look at you because and your transition! Look at you! He's such a. F- He's a fan of uh, Back to the Future, the movie. So Future Machine is yeah. basically that that car, the Warren. Yeah. Uh, I pinned this okay. because I feel like the future is now. Uh, yeah. And you know, they used to talk, they talked about this once in a while on Star Trek, like, oh, the Earth was a paradise and they could use the technology to change the path of tornadoes and whatever. Well, all every, this... uh, every Pepsi commercial also. Right. Yeah. You put up a Pepsi machine. At uh, some hick, broken down gas station in the middle of nowhere, and Cindy Crawford will drive up and drink yeah. a, a Pepsi. Uh, 
wearing uh daisy duke shorts and uh, uh a white tank top yeah that's the kind of fantasy we've all looked forward to but for the first this is from the smithsonian magazine uh mm-hmm. i say that uh, i'm trying to appeal to the highbrow podcast listener you know no offense to our beloved yeah. nancy gilchrist who well any is stuck with any time anytime you mention the smithsonian magazine that that's gonna launch a wave of amazon targeted ads i mean forget <laughs> forget let's, let's not uh, jump on the take so hard Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, forget electric typewriters. Will be uh, bull, uh, uh, whips for buggies and whatever other relics of the past. Yeah, newspaper subscriptions. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, from the Smithsonian, for the first time, scientists have diverted lightning by using lasers. I was a yeah. journalist for 27 years, and I never got to write a lead that exciting. Scientists have diverted lightning by using lasers. I th- I feel like, and I, I'm not going to read any more of this like I didn't read any more of it the first time, but I feel like this means yeah. we are we are months, if not days, away from laser guns. You well, know, like in all the Star Wars or whatever, Star Trek, I, I we will be able... It won't be a good guy, only a good guy with a gun, blah, blah. It'll be only a good guy with a laser can stop a bad guy with a laser. That's what I'm uh, I I guess I don't understand the technology because I, I think that only helps if there's a, if you're outside in a storm that has light. a lightning storm. Oh. Then you fire the laser at the other person, which tracks the it attracts the attention of the lightning. Uh, I mean, we don't know. Neither neither of us have read the story. On a mountain in but, Switzerland, uh, uh, scientists shot rapid fire beams of light into the sky, and successfully guided lightning for fifty meters. With the oh. success as proof of concept, lasers could be one day project large infrastructure. Uh, protect large infrastructures such as airports and launch pads from lightning strikes the researchers write in a paper published in Nature Photonics which like you I'm a subscriber to Nature Uh, Photonics yeah uh, I I just thought what if I want to go back to the future and I've got a DeLorean that needs yeah. so much energy, eight point six three gigawatts or whatever, whatever yeah. the number was. Yeah. Uh, um. Well, I don't know. I mean, I can't think about the. Uh, I can't think about the Back to the Future without thinking about poor Michael Fox, Michael J. Fox. And, yeah. Uh, I apologize. I apologize to everyone. This is a sad thought. Well, I mean, the saddest thought is if, what if we were driving? You know, uh, would he be able to get to that 85, 88 miles per hour? 
with uh, his uh, with his condition yeah. impaired muscle. Uh, Actually, what is it? MS he has. I don't know what he has. Uh, I should make. I'm jokes not. About it. I'm not. Well, uh, I don't know that we're making jokes. Uh, we brought up a reference to a terrific American movie, Back to the Future. It was called. He's Canadian. His, his I don't know if we can hold that against him, but. Well, the movie's American. Yeah. Isn't it? The Meccas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. Maybe American. maybe he's. Uh, 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 <clears throat> Canadian. You never know. Most a lot of those stars in Canada are uh, Canadian. <laughs> uh, I think I think that's a uh, malformation. Oh, he's got Parkinson's. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. I I don't know Parkinson's. Uh, as well as I do MS. There was some other famous person. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, Christina Aguilera. Chris, not Christina, Christina Applegate from Married with Children. That was her big breakthrough. She's done things since then. But she's on some yeah. show that I don't know. Better Off Dead, maybe. Something like that. Uh, anyway, she, she's... She was, in a, she was in a movie where she was a broadcaster tv broadcaster in san diego yes uh she was that was anchorman yeah she, i thought i thought she was quite funny in that she was she was very good in that yeah um Wow, this is taking a weird turn. Anyway, welcome to Talking Paragraphs, where we're talking about laser-guided lightning. Um, and then suddenly we were talking about celebrities with horrible diseases. Well, but, it led me to think about Back to the Future. You, you're, yeah, that, you're I'm the one with. The I, I'm the one that's broken in this. Lasers. That's true. Yeah. You had a different concept of what the future would look like with this, yeah. this situation, which I forget. I forget your comment. I generally focus on my own comments. Uh, sure. But, uh, there, there's also, uh, I feel like there was a, um, there was those Mike Myers movies where he's pretending to be uh, kind of a humorous version of uh, 007. I forget. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, I remember the those. name of those. This is. And uh, one uh, of. Yeah. Uh, Austin Powers. Yeah. And yeah. one of those, his bad, his bad guy character. Yeah. Uh, let's talking about having sharks with lasers mounted on their freaking heads. Uh, so, so in in this, you know, in Switzerland, evil. yeah, these, a laser, are, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm just saying these these villains are very progressive technology. But it's like, how can we use the latest 
gimmicks and gizmos to hold the world for ransom or whatever it is. So they're not technophobes. I feel like he's already mounted the laser on the shark, right? A super shark that's more dangerous than a regular shark. I feel like he would latch on to this uh, laser-guided lightning situation yeah. to make his uh, sharks even more dangerous. Uh, well, at this point, what do you use? Sharks or a combination of sharks and dolphins. Uh, <laughs> the, do- the dolphins have opposable f- f- thumbs for guiding the, the the lightning better than the, the shark. You know, what, well, I, I what just feel like dolphins, on there. Uh, I feel like dolphins do more jumping out of the water. You know, so like the, you like they they made whole TV shows uh, about. I don't know. feel like. In in fifty years, yeah. instead of the Pulitzer Prize, the it'll be what? whatever our prize. Yeah. No, it'll be our prize. The paragraph. It's the military. That... Oh, whatever you want to call it. I don't. Know, we're, you know, was it John Pulitzer or, or uh, it was Nobel? Joe Joe Noble. The Nobel Prize. It was Ed Noble. He invented dynamite, and he made a bunch of money off of it, and he felt guilty because he's unleashed this on the world, killing technology. Environment well, kill, our environment destroying. It was mostly used for dynamite or for mining. Oh, so it wasn't like warfare. It was. Uh, I'm sure that. Earth. I'm. Well, I'm sure that it was know. used in warfare because what hasn't been, but I, uh, I think the big uh, problem with dynamite is uh, that it just trash. Like when you use it for mining and stuff, it just trashes the earth. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know what he felt guilty about. I should. He- uh, Certainly I thought that bad. I thought that he did, and that's that's why he, he uses vast fortune. To, You're right. It's like the Winchester reward. guy. I don't know him. The uh, the island that no, he's, come up. No, the guy who made the the guy who made the Winchester rifle. He was okay. he was similar. I don't know the story by the num- number. Well, it's the same kind of story. He was he was racked with guilt of the number of people who were killed by his invention. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it was the Winchester guy. It'd be nice if we looked right. up facts once in a while, but ladies and gentlemen, all we're say- not we're not gonna. All I'm saying is, people are listening to this. Yeah, and military military minds, the, the militaries, the, the world powers, or maybe the the, the world's great mining companies. <laughs> Sure. We'll, we'll hear this, this idea of dolphins powering laser guided well, lightning you know strike. You know who's listening to this? Bugs Bunny we're, and Jerry we're Mouse. Gonna, we're going to make <laughs> the greatest user of dy- finally, Yeah, the greatest users of dynamite. He's finally going to he's gonna get uh, the Roadrunner using yeah. lightning guided strikes. Right. Laser guided lightning. Well, yeah. we're going to make a bunch of money off this. Yeah. And we're going to feel guilty 
it's the, the the earth will be a scorching husk due to the laser guided mining now, that's happening. Now, when you say the we, earth, you don't mean you and I because we don't really feel guilty about anything. Yeah, we are. No, we 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 don't. But we'll have so much money, we'll feel guilty. <laughs> Yeah, and we'll 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 have prizes. I don't. Do you know we're, anybody who's my, rich? Well, it's us because we we've, we've come up with this idea of the dolphins. Yeah, uh, that are guiding these lightning strikes with their lasers because they've sure. got this, their fins are more. I don't know why the dolphins better, but apparently it is. Anyway, they'll latch onto this idea. We'll make a fortune, yeah. but we'll, yeah. we'll be guilt ridden. And we'll have prizes. I don't know what it will be called. The, yeah. the, the PG prize. The Pilcrow prize. Talk, keep the talking paragraph. What I don't know. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. I, yeah. I, I'm not big on naming things or facts. I'm just saying we'll be filthy rich and guilty. Uh, and uh, once a year we'll fly off to Oslo and hand out some money to what, whoever. Yeah. Uh, Give Barack Obama one. Yeah, I don't know. No I don't know. No I don't know who. I don't know. I don't know who's going to be important in fifty years. Maybe. Uh, 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 what are what are those daughters' names? Uh, the Paris Hilton sisters. Uh, the Kardashians. <laughs> uh, no, no, he had two teenage daughters that were there at the White House with them. They'll be the they'll be the the movers and shakers. Uh, George Bush's daughters, years. granddaughter or daughters. No. Uh, the Obama daughters. He had like two teenage girls. Oh yeah, uh, they're in the White House. I'd, well, in, in fifty years, I hope to God I'm dead. I mean, that'll be that'll be, make, the, that'll be no, ninety-seven. The, the lightning, the lightning will also be used in medicine. We'll be like Ted Williams' head. We'll be yeah. there in in Texas. Like in Futurama, yeah. our heads will be just in in. in in jars, just uh, Ted Williams will yeah. be there. Uh, yeah, this is, he was dis- be- he, he was decapitated by his son and daughter who wanted to one day reunite with him when his whatever killed him was. Uh, and we'll be we'll be handing out money to. Um, this is, I, I feel like his daughters are now in college. They're like Stanford or whatever. Anyway, they'll be. They'll be the ones carrying on the legacy and um, doing things for the world, repairing the damage to the world from these lightning strikes that right. made us filthy rich. Uh, I feel like, though, the real story of how this is going to go, I mean, I like that idea. I just feel like the way the real story of how this fil- is going to go. The filthy rich part? No, I- I'd like that idea the best, but I feel like how this is going to actually go is uh, someone will hear this. They will steal the idea and we won't have enough money for the kind of lawyers you need to fight that kind of thievery. And so we may get a small out of court (laughs) settlement or they may, they may sue us into bankruptcy and then uh, they will claim the credit. And then somebody will do like a Netflix documentary about how we got screwed and we'll trend on Twitter the, for like fifteen minutes. We're we're going to be our generation's Winklevoss twins. Yes, the guys who invented Facebook. Yeah, I think that's right. uh, that's just because of the laser guided lightning. 
think uh, I'll say I'll say that we probably have the same level of talent as the yeah. Boston. Which is uh, a lower level than is needed. I don't know. Weren't they weren't they like rowers for crew? <laughs> I feel like I feel like now we're, we're, we're way less talented than those guys. We're even below them. I mean, you got oh, into yeah. what? Did you get into Brown or you got into like a quasi? I would pop Penn. The Penn. University of yeah, that's right. University of Penn. Penn is the University of Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. that's Ivy I, League, I, right? It is. Yeah, I mean, well, I didn't I, go. Right. I don't know. No one knows the future. I mean, until the the dolphins invent a time machine, yeah, where we come back can and explore kill us all. alternate timelines. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just saying you could have gotten into a uh, uh, one of those schools. I could not have. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't apply to them because I didn't apply myself in school. So, these yeah. are the things. Uh, that would have I'm just saying those the twins, whatever their names were, they were Harvard. Yeah. I think they did all right for themselves though. They they have. Yeah. Uh I'm making fun of them and yet people know who they are. Yeah. Well I think uh, they were they became I think they got a little bit of money in a settlement. They yeah. Uh, uh, They're crypto and, geniuses now. Well, that means they don't know how to do anything. That that's all crashed and burned. Although I saw some story that they thought Twitter that mm-hmm. uh, that it was going to come back. Yeah, the, the cryptocurrency. I'm sure ba- all bad ideas do return. Like uh, bell bottom pants. <laughs> bell bottom pants. War. You know, mm-hmm. uh, another Motley Crue tour. Pat, you know, Madonna, Madonna. You know, they all keep reoccurring. Uh, Sorry, there's a laser guided lightning. Uh, yeah. He hit that so, story. So there's this uh, laser guided lightning. That's that's a peak mm-hmm. achievement of human. Uh, endeavor right the other side of this then is the story from here in central iowa which i think you'll appreciate even though it is an iowa story because ladies and gentlemen things that paul hates there's a ranking you know like University of Texas, uh, you know, noisy people in the workplace. Yes. Stories about Iowa facts. That's that's in the mix. Uh, sure. I won't I won't correct you on that. <laughs> if only to discourage me from sharing future Iowa facts. Uh that's fair right. enough. All right. So Laser guided lightning strikes take making lasers push lightning away from important areas. Uh, mm-hmm. That's wonderful. On the other hand, uh, a nursing home 
in uh, in one of the Des Moines suburbs. I think it was Ankeny, but it might have been mm-hmm. somewhere near Ankeny. But anyway, this this nursing home they had a patient die, which happens because people living in nursing home are older, and this is where you yeah. go before you die. Uh, and so they, you know, sent her off to the funeral home. And there are these local groups of people who listen to police and radio scanners, uh, which is what I used to do for a living. And these people are doing it with way better equipment than I ever had. I mean, they're doing it with high end four or $500 scanners that can pick up digital signals and whatnot. Anyway, these guys picked up a bit of scanner traffic out of Ankeny in which the funeral home called uh, the emergency services and said, uh, FYI, because there was an emergency, a health emergency at the uh, funeral home. uh, And they were like, uh, by the way, this person was brought here as deceased, but she is not. So right. this they had taken this poor woman who, let's, let's just uh, hypothesize, wasn't feeling very well, was not doing well, but they had, they had prematurely taken her to the funeral home. Mm-hmm. Now, nobody knows who this person is and and thank god for that uh and uh, i'd be curious to know what who's who's making the you know oh they're dead roll them out call at the uh nursing you're, home. you're saying is there well i'm gonna i'll say two things sure uh the the nursing home yeah they have a check if they have a checklist yeah of like procedures or, you know, check for pulse or whatever it is, whatever that check, I think they need to add a number, maybe make that number one. That's the new number one step when you're, you're doing those discharge transfers. <laughs> yeah. You, you, so right but now, like the right funeral, now, it, right now like the, the first step like is the, the body bag. And they're like, no, no, we, we probably, all, Call the Probably funeral. Should check. Call the funeral. Get the gurney going. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to say that's the new number one. Yeah. Still alive. Dispense okay. with the other steps. Yeah. But I, I'm going to say the the funeral home has a good checklist. Is this yeah. actually an all alive person? Well, yes. we don't need to do steps two, three, whatever. Yes. Whatever the other steps are. I'm going to say they have a good checklist. Yeah, maybe maybe the the checklist people between the two groups can get together, yes. you know, and troubleshoot this how how they want to play this in the future. Right. Uh, I'm just saying, whoever was making that call may may be in the unemployment line, like uh, whoever was in charge <laughs> of making I that think, call. Uh, maybe need the CPR re. Uh, uh, what they do uh re um re up that training or whatever recertification that certification yeah. that's it that's the word I'm looking for 
uh, whatever the word needs to be, they need to do it. Uh, well, that, I, I don't know. I don't know how much there that was. Comes a, into there play was a missing misstep. You get the if mirror, was, the mirror that you do under the nose. It fogs up. up. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like the wrestler, you ri- you know, in wrestling, they lift your arm one time and it falls down. You lift your arm the second oh. time, it falls down, and then the third time, they make the fist. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm still I'm here. Not, you know, I'm. How old are we? Forty-eight or something? I don't yeah. know. That we'll, about we'll right. Be, we'll both be forty-eight. We're, we're not as active as we were, right, uh, in our younger days. Here's an example so of the, that. The, I'm would, just saying you, the test of Are you yeah. still alive? Yeah. Um, you're not having to run a marathon, but uh, sure. I, feel, I feel like there are things you can do to say, oh, I'm still alive. Um, we're still animated yeah. uh, enough that people like, I, I mean, guess that that's alive. You know, this is not. I suppose that's living, yes. But I'm just saying, in the funeral home, we may be less active than we are now. I'm, I'm just saying... Whatever, whatever. That at the funeral is. home, yes, definitely less active at the funeral home, but I at the nursing home too. Uh, what? I'm sorry. What did I say? It, you said the funeral home. Confused. I want to be I mean, not active at the funeral home. Like I don't want to wake up when they're when they're careening me down to the. Uh, well, you uh, could be depending on that, what nursing home you're at. <laughs> you could be depending on what nursing home. This is the new American yeah. dream. This is the new. American dream is that you have enough equity in your house or whatever possessions you have that at the very last couple of years of your life, you're able to sell all that stuff and live in a assisted living center good enough that they won't send you to the funeral home before you're dead. That's I mean, you say that, I mean, if I'm the lawyer, yeah. I don't know if there's a, be a litigation or there's always a lawyer. A movie or <laughs> I, if you say I, lawyer I, three I times like, in a row, one appears in your room. I mean, this was the whole plot of one of the chapters from Tom Sawyer, where he pretends to be dead and he goes to his own funeral. That's that's the yeah. dream for, uh, for you know that, that's the defense I'd I'd offer as the um, yeah. That Tom Sawyer was wily. Was that before or after he took the kid into painting the fence? That, that was his other trick. Those are the two yeah. tricks. And then he then he got lost in the cavern. Yeah, that, those are my me- memories of uh, this, which I'm guessing is now a band book, or maybe that's no, that's Huck Finn. Like, I don't Huck know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, but he he was friends with Tom Sawyer. That Huck Finn, sure. Yeah. That, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just, I, yeah, I, I think there's some work to do there. I do as well. Uh, we need to take a break because this free software I use limits the yeah. amount of time we can uh, talk. How much uh, tomfoolery? Yeah. yeah. So I have to take a break, but I will send you the link to reconnect in uh, in a moment uh we'll be back with more uh exciting news on talking paragraphs 
So we're back. So Paul, this is of no consequence to the listener, but I don't know that we've ever had them in mind. Um, today has been an irritating day with the uh, software that we use to produce this podcast. Uh, because okay. the thing that we usually normally use, which I don't want to name because uh, lawsuits and whatnot, the thing that we normally use, there was a bunch of static that was unexplainable. And we tried mm-hmm. like seven, eight times, didn't work. So we were like, okay, let's use this backup system, which works better, but it only allows you to record, record so many minutes at a time because it's free and we're cheap and we're not, you know, we've only made $4.99 on in a hundred. This is our 110th episode of this podcast. Yeah. So that four ninety nine does not offset a lot of, uh, you know, working costs. So if you ever want to de- de- donate to the podcast, you can f- find, find me on Venmo or the the stuff that's at the bottom of my column on paragraphstacker.com that and that'll go to maybe a little smoother transitions less uh, annoying breaks and because Paul is you into know, this by a thread and now Paul's the star of the show cuz he's funnier than I am but he's only really Great. into this for 2% of the dedication like he he could do without this nonsense very easily and if it becomes one percent more irritating he'd be like yeah i uh i could watch uh the back of my eyelids during a nap uh as opposed to this could do that good uh, idea <laughs> worth thinking uh so e- even in this day of laser guided lightning we still don't have the perfect free software package for podcasting, but one day, one day, I, I mean, 110 episodes, by the way, I don't want to toot our own home, but I think that's the number of days that the president of New Zealand served. You're, you're on top of the story. <laughs> this was your pin. I feel like. Way. It was the British president. No. She quit. She oh, very, well. Um, the Brit, whatever, the British, British prime minister, she quit. She was like, ah, screw it. I don't want to do this. Uh, everybody's mean. And then the New Zealand president, her, she quit. Her, her, lasting, her lasting longer than the head of lettuce. That was my story. That's your, this is your story. This this woman who's the uh, New Zealand prime minister. I I thought she had served longer than that. Like that's a, a joke. Prior term, at least that was a joke. Paul. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. The I think the I so think tell, the British Prime Minister a, was short lived, though. Uh, she was. She. Yeah. Um, I don't. I I wouldn't make jokes about her in terms of her tenure because she she didn't serve long enough to do that, but. Yeah. Uh, so this person, you'll have to set this up for me. She left her job, but I don't understand why this is a story. I guess most people finish 
their term of office. So this is newsworthy for that. But I know no other facts around this. Uh, Besides, well, she you, was... you found the you found it of interest, and then I was watching Colbert for like three minutes the other night, and he found it of interest. The you're talking about the uh, New Zealand uh, prime minister. Yes, that she's left office. Is that is that what we were setting up? Uh, uh, uh yes. The New Zealand, the United, the United Kingdom prime minister. She resigned after six weeks in office, which six times seven is 42, which means we have been making this podcast. We have put out more episodes of this podcast, twice as many episodes of this podcast, and then some, than she was prime minister. I think think she's going to get a pension for life, by the way. Sure. And and you you know who isn't? Us. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> we're, we're, that's right. Uh, well, I might. I'm in the. I'm in Ipers, so uh, the Iowa Public Employees. Uh, uh, so the New Zealand Prime Minister resigned. Jacinda. Uh, Jacinda Ardern. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, resigned uh, at the same like here we have elections on a regular schedule but like in parliamentary governments if I'm understanding this correctly like they have so like they have a, a period of time vote of a vote of no confidence or well something. that's and separate then, from this that's a different thing but they have a, yeah they have a period of time during which they can um, declare an election any time, uh, okay. if if that makes sense. So, like, I don't know what it is. Let's say it's eight years. I'm making this up. Uh, but they have eight years, and they can be like, okay, but you have to call an election within eight years. But sometimes you can uh, call an election like a day into your, you could call an election like three days into your, uh, if like everybody's like, this person's an idiot. Like, all right, let's have an election. You know, and they also have, but like they have rules on how long campaigns can be. Like in America, campaigns are decades long. Yeah, but in in these countries, like you can only campaign for like a month, and there's complete restrictions on how much money you can spend. Uh, people, people that are smarter than me that that will say things that I hear mm-hmm. will say, "Oh, the parliamentary style of government is the best form." Yeah, and it and it does kind of make sense. Everyone, you'll hear like. Well, the British people, they called an election because the idea of whether to exit from the, um, whatever that Brexit issue was, exit from the European community or not. Right. That that kind of requires 
one leader to do one thing or one leader to do something else. So it's like, if you want to leave, I don't want to do that. So this election kind of hinges on that issue and then I'm out. And it's like, well, we'll, we'll schedule the election based on around the issue, not every four years. Yeah. So that makes sense. But what, so that's all parliament, but you brought this up that she left. So why, why was this, uh, Laser tag like a dolphin. You were the one who brought this up because you heard somebody mention it on the news. Uh, uh, She 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 was tired. Like she got elected Mm -hmm. in 2017. She was one of the youngest people to be elected head of a government. Uh, She was 37. Which to us is pretty young. Uh, it is. It is young for. Uh, uh, there are like minimum or minimum ages. Well, and you different. only have to be thirty-five in this country. So, uh, I I don't think that I would know have known enough to run America at thirty-five, and I probably will never know enough to run America. Uh, so. Uh, and I'm bald, and Americans won't vote for bald people. So, uh, and a beast. They'll definitely not vote for a fat person. So, anyway, that she was she was prime minister of New Zealand during like they had terrorist attacks on mosques. Uh, they had a volcanic eruption, yeah. and um, the and then the pandemic which was particularly isolating for New Zealand, which is just hard to get to anyway. And and their most famous resident, the musician, artist, singer, Lord, hasn't put out a good album since her her first album. So are people blinding her for that? I probably. I mean this is politics, so yeah. uh so I, I believe her quote was, "I just she just didn't have enough in the tank to do it anymore." Well, uh, this is my take. Is it? I I don't remember that. But if I was to offer an opinion, yeah, it does seem like you will see stories where it's like NFL player three years into the league, perfectly healthy. Yeah, I'm you know I'm done. Uh, I, yeah. I've either made enough money or I want to do something else. I I'm just tired of doing this. Yeah. Paul. Oh God, we may have lost Paul. This. Uh... It's been one of those days, folks, with the podcast where we just uh, just can't seem to get it uh, to get it going in the right direction. Ladies and gentlemen, wake the kids, phone the neighbors. So All we right. had a disconnect. 
Yeah. So you were talking about if you had one thing to say about this New Zealand Prime Minister resignation, it would be. We have seen professional athletes retire a few years into their career. There was the Japanese women's tennis player who was mentally fatigued and withdrew from a tournament. This was like upsetting to the tournament organizers, as I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, so this this is not an isolated incident. You you brought this up. This was on Colbert. Bloomberg had some article. Like people latched onto the story of like Bloomberg's take was uh, here's this person who overwhelmed during the pandemic, and it's the uh, a uh, uh, something that working women especially have encountered. That was their opinion piece, um, point of view on this event. Um, I'm not going to uh, touch. I'm not going to touch any of the gender stuff uh, because whatever. Okay. Is, well, no, it's not that I don't have an opinion. It's that I just I don't yeah. want to. <sighs> I don't want to go through, no matter what I say, I'm going to be wrong and I'm going to be shrieked at. So I'm just going to set that aside. I I will say the pandemic was way more stressful than I thought it was, even on me. Like as a school teacher, uh, I see how it's affected students in the sense that they, they spent so much time uh isolated and and not in a in a formal environment that it's changed or at least they've lost some of the sense of this is how you're supposed to act when you're in a in a school setting this is not just ignore people and do whatever you want time and then some of that is just being sixth graders um it affected me because uh i injured my knee and uh, that led to a kind of a increase in my arthritis problem in my legs. And now I use a walker and uh, I'm really fat. I was always really fat, but now I'm, uh, it's hard to get around uh, a lot of uh, things like that, that I didn't think about at the time as being related to the pandemic. But now I think about it, I'm like, oh, that was clearly pandemic stuff. So there's all that going on. Uh, And I wasn't a world leader. Like, I didn't have to worry about the safety uh, and uh, the sustaining of a whole nation. Like, that wasn't my job. And if so, if a person comes up, like an election is coming, and they say... Um, I don't, I don't want to, I'd be like, you know what? I get that. Sure. You, I'd take a knee too. Uh, if I've had enough of that. So one day, Paul, uh, one day, I, one terrible day, I will text you. Yeah. I'll text you and I'll be like, Hey, 
uh, you're ready for the podcast and be like, just don't have enough in the tank, Dan. I don't, I don't have enough quip. I'm going to descend to this one. I, I don't, I don't have enough. <laughs> I don't have enough, uh, sarcasm. Uh, yeah. I, I don't have enough wit. I'm just, uh, I'm out of it. Uh, I don't, I don't, I might be able to manage a, a couple of snarky comments, but yeah. that's, that's about it. Uh, you know, and I'll be like, I was afraid that this day would come, and today is that day. And then, well, the we will we uh, we will send uh, you to the funeral home, whether you're. Dead I don't or know. Not. You know the 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 greatest generation, or what the boomers, mm-hmm. they, you know, it's a generalization. It's like they have this idea of work ethic that later generation haven't had it's a generation to generation thing it happens yeah it happened with the generations before them uh generational uh generation change or conflict uh but i i don't know her 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 doing this feels uh feels like well this is a this is a younger generation uh thing happening Without without really knowing the specifics of the story, which I haven't delved uh, into. Yeah. Well, we usually don't get into politics, particularly international politics, uh, yeah. or any of that exciting stuff. So, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know why we decided to get it on this one. I, I think. The bigger question is, what in the hell were you doing uh, watching Colbert? Um, sometimes I'll be playing a World of Warcraft, which is a, sure. a game I played, I don't know, five years ago. I don't yeah. know when I last played it. I played it for a while, and then I stopped, and then they they had an expansion, and I'd gotten into it, so I'll I'll do that. So I'm I'm up later at night than yeah. I had been, and the and the TV just stays on. Sure, one of these not a conscious choice. But she, but he was talking about uh, yeah, just in the thing. He had some opinion which I could hear him loudly getting into, but the volume was off. Yeah, uh, which I which I appreciated. That's I, the best part of Colbert is when the volume's off. Because I don't know that he's particularly funny at this point. Uh, no, as I, a talk show host, none of them are. But it's funny. Uh, the volume was off for a Fallon segment, and I thought, well, this will be humorless and uh, not worth my time. And I was surprised, surprised myself, my own reaction. Something happened on Fallon, and I was entertained. You, I just you have questions. Uh, you're sitting down for this. You're afraid. Like uh, okay, Christian cinema. I'm withdrawing from the Democratic Party or uh, okay. Buster Douglas I, I just, beating, uh, you know. I, let's just set this up by me saying I don't like Jimmy mm-hmm. Fallon. Uh, I think I, Jimmy Fallon. I don't. 
Yeah, you I don't, don't like Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Uh, I don't like Jimmy Fallon. I think I don't like any of the current cock show hosts because they're all like buddies who hang out at the same parties. They're all they're all the cool kids who hang out with each other and whose wives recommend places to eat on the French Riviera. And I just I don't wow. I can't I can't stand it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah. I want somebody who's willing to poke fun at anybody, even when they're sitting in the chair next to them. And I want. Uh, I don't want political ideologues, which they all are, especially Colbert. Uh, I don't want people to tell me how great it was to work on Saturday Night Live with Seth Meyers and uh, Jimmy Fallon do all the time. I don't. I just just shut up. It's a good job, but you know what people forget about Saturday Night Live is for every sketch that they talk about on Monday morning, uh, that's like, oh, this was hilarious. It was great. There were like ten yeah, other ones were. that were dog shit. Yeah, so, there were two seasons between the two funny shows, right? Right. That were vacant. Uh. So, anyway. Uh, Jimmy Fallon's my least favorite of the the uh, of between Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert and him is my least favorite because uh, his shtick is like, hey, let's play board games with famous stars, or hey, uh, first of all, he slurps everybody that's on there. When Trump was on there as president, he slurped him. You know, like he touched his hair. That that's uh, uh, when he had his old. When he was on the when he was on late night, before he got to the night show, he was like Neil Young was on. I complain about this all the time. Neil Young was on, and Jimmy Fallon was like jamming with Neil Young, and I'm like, no, fuck you, Jimmy Fallon. It's Neil Young. He plays guitar. You sit quietly at your desk and admire the legend at work. You don't jam with him. So anyway, somehow you have found a a Jimmy Fallon bit that's funny. And here's, I believe this. I believe this because I think one day someone will listen to our podcast and be like, those guys are funny. You know, so it's possible that Jimmy Fallon is is somehow funny. Like, however many thousands of shows he's done, here's the one funny bit. You found it. So tell us about it, Paul. Well, part of it, it's math-related. Like, this plus this plus this. I like math. So it's... Your spreadsheet antenna went up. It was uh, the Kool-Aid man with his red Kool-Aid body. Plus Sam Elliott with hey, his hey, heavy hey. mustache. Yeah. The narrator from the Big Lebowski. The stranger. Equals um, Andy Reid, the Kansas City coach, who's also he's both <laughs> big, red, yeah. and has the, the Sam Elliott mustache. Sure. That was the premise. It's you know, it's not it's not heavy lifting humor, but uh it's like, oh, okay, these things went together. It, it got a chuckle out of me. I was, uh, I'm not going to deny it. It happened. It was 
he had some others. It made me think of my like my own version of this joke. Yeah. So I started. I, I've worked. I'm like halfway through a joke. Sure. Well, this so podcast gonna, is halfway th- halfway over. So go ahead and. Uh, so uh, the first person is Connie Chung. Hmm. Do you remember her? She was. I do broadcast. remember Connie Chung. That was some time ago, but sure. <laughs> Plus uh, Wang Chung, the uh, song. Everybody, Wang Chung tonight. So not two people, but a concept. Yeah. And then equals like uh, maybe Chunky Soup. That's like two chungs together. I'm still working. I'm working on the punchline. But basically, there's two chungs in the world. And that that should lead to something funny. And um, I think that's good enough for Fallon. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the other 99% of his stuff's not funny. So that's my Fallon in progress joke, but it'd be a complete joke for him because his other stuff's not funny. The work in progress for me. Right. The, the Chung joke. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, uh, let, let me, let me, let's try this. Let's try this a mm-hmm. couple of times. Oh, you've got a joke. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't. We I'm just, we're going to workshop. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, the dude. All right. From the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Jeff plus. Bridges. Yeah. Plus. The Fonz. Oh. From Happy it. Days. Okay. What does that equal? Uh, uh, the doofus. Would that, would that be a combination of those two words? I'm, I don't know if there is a doofus. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't. Sure, sure. Why not? Uh, I mean, it's good enough. It'd be good enough for Fallon. We we try. We actually try and be funny, but for Fallon, yeah, I think he's like close, close enough. Sure, good enough. Uh, I mean, because I'll be singing with Neil Young after this, so nothing yeah. has to make sense. Uh, uh, the doofus, the doofus would be uh, the kind of nerdy guy from Welcome Back, Carter. I think that's that's who. I mean, I don't know if that's the fit, but let's, let's cut. You know, let's move on to lunch. Sure. Uh, uh, let's just wrap that. Uh, let's try another one here. All right. Let's try, let's try something stuff from this century. Uh, uh, She-Hulk from the TV series. Okay. This is Velma. Uh, so we had her in. Who? Velma. Velma. New, uh, oh, yeah. She, from, She-Hulk. The, the new Mindy plus Kaling. The, new ta- yeah. the Mindy Kaling, uh, much hated Velma TV's cartoon series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plus She Hulk equals. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that color scheme is. Maybe maybe we bring back the Kool Aid guy. Well, She Hulk is. Uh, she Hulk is green, and the new Velma mm-hmm. is uh, a brown person. 
Uh, uh, I don't know yeah. if she's meant to be yeah. Indian or what. So green and brown, the two colors of could throw make, up. Uh, it, it, I mean, it could make uh, a cherry or limeade colored Kool-Aid. I, right. Uh, um, maybe Gumby, but, you know, you, you specified you wanted something from the last, at least the last 50 years. And that's an yeah. old joke. Uh, I think he might he might he might allow it because it's SNL, an SNL bit. Uh, yeah, well, Gumby, there was an actual Gumby before, uh, before the SNL bit, before Saturday Night Live. But that was the thing they were making fun of. That was the cast everybody hated, but it, it was so funny. Like yeah. I thought, like they were always talking about Saturday Night Live was in the dump, but they had Eddie Murphy. He was hilarious. Yeah. They had uh, Joe Piscopo, who was kind of funny. Yeah. Remember, he used to do that thing with the, I don't know, remember what the, it was, they were, uh, we're Joe and Betty Weiner. We're the Weiners. <laughs> they had, I don't know what year this was, they had Toonses, the driving cat. I did like Toonses. Or Toons is the cat who could drive a car, whatever it was called. But anyway, but he was both. Yeah, it was both those things. Now I'll, over the next week, because I know you're not busy. Uh, uh, I, in fact, I am busy. But uh huh. Yeah, I, I know you're not busy. <laughs> you you jo- join my uh, bosses and coworkers and thinking I have nothing to do. Go go, right. go ahead. So. I know you're. I want you to come up with like five, six of these uh, Jimmy Fallon <laughs> jokes and see if we can be funnier oh. than him, or no, I, or I think at least all are. of, uh, or all of, at least all of them end with the answer Andy Reid. <laughs> one of the one of the two, whichever is easiest for you, and I expect that yeah. done by about five o'clock Monday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and if you're not done, you don't get to go home. No. Uh, all right, let's, let's see what's on the list here. Uh, Paul likes a Fallon joke. Check. Uh, NFL playoffs. So yeah, we, we could end with this. I feel like we've gone through several segments here. Well, but... we, we didn't get to the Amazon yeah. recommendations, which I, I thought were funny. <laughs> Uh, sure. The NFL, uh, then our podcasts are not uh, what you would describe as uh, something that uh, we worry about the timing on. So the one thing we wanted to talk about was last week, Jacksonville was getting stomped by uh, the Chargers. Yeah, that's and, right. and then that's some. Cool rich asshole which is the only way to describe let's call, it. Him, let's, call him, let's call him Phil Nicholson even though that's not his real name <laughs> rich asshole <laughs> yeah, Phil Nicholson was he's famous for making large bets in Vegas that's why I bring him up well, I, I think he's asshole. also famous for trying to destroy the PGA uh, is it, the, wasn't he, he is. That, that's true he was the one who uh, he was. He went all in on the Saudi I mean, golf thing, and now you don't have to say him. try. Yeah. Try is the wrong verb tense. I think he will do that. <laughs> okay, 
Well, everyone hates him now. So, I mean, but anyway, Jacksonville was, I don't know how far they were down, but a bunch. Three touchdowns. 27 27 points, I believe. Yeah. So some rich asshole, Phil Mickelson, maybe it was Phil Mickelson, bets $1.4 million, which had, which would have netted a profit of $11,000, which... You I'm not good with I'm not good with much. money or math, Paul. Yeah. But it just seems like you don't win your much. risk your yeah. risk reward is pretty shitty to begin with. I think I think it was the same guy that bet against uh, Tennessee when uh, Steve Rich had that hot game, the Tennessee miracle oh, game. Yeah. Uh like, so been thirty, been thirty years. You know that's not going to be another upset like that. Yeah, it's a safe uh, bet. A lot of money to spend to just get the eleven thousand. I just I'm uh, do anyway. So of course uh, the Chargers gacked, and Jacksonville won wins the game. Fine, but who cares? Um. So. This guy loses one point four million dollars, and the only the only way you bet one point four million dollars is if you have more than one point four million dollars. Like I don't think he's down to his last dollar now. I, what I think is this is just a kind of asshole who does asshole things to remind everybody mm-hmm. I'm really fucking rich and I can do yeah. shit like this. Like I don't I don't have any sympathy for this guy. I do kind of want to beat him up, like. Just like, yeah, you know, anybody who's going to bet $1.4 million to get $11,000 in profit, you know, just knock it off. Just go sit down, have some imported champagne. I don't know. I don't know what's the matter with people. Uh, But rich people do find a way to be pretty horrible, especially when things aren't going around well for the rest of the economy. It's like, what horrible thing could I do that proves how rich I am that kind of makes everyone be like the rich should be eaten. Uh, you know, it's like, Oh, I'll, I'll make this outlandish stupid bet to, to win like less than $12,000. Okay. Good job. You're right. I still hate the rich. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, I was I was gonna let it go and be like, oh, they're people. They're just like everybody else. But no, you're not, because everybody else doesn't do that, you know. And other rich people wouldn't do that, you know. Like Warren Buffett wouldn't do that. Warren Buffett is like, do you know how many hamburgers I could get at uh, uh, Dairy Queen for one point four million dollars? Well, you could product test a new. Uh sweet from C's candy for that you know as a high high return exactly exactly i don't think i think warren for a brief time warren buffett owned the omaha world herald before he sold it off uh because it wasn't making enough money for a rich guy so i i don't he may have gotten 1.4 million dollars i don't know i think he just did that to to do one story he didn't own a paper yeah, I just want to do one story. I'm going to do that, and then I'm out. 
Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, so anyway, Jacksonville plays Kansas City. I don't know what day that is. It'll be over by the time this is posted. Uh, Kansas City is the clear favorite there. Kind of like Kansas City. I. It's hard for me to like Kansas City in the mid living in the Midwest because uh, Chiefs fans are irritating. Mm. Uh, but that's true of any fandom. Like I've always said, like if I lived in New York, I'd hate both the Yankees and the Mets. But I live uh, in Des Moines, so I hate the Cubs. And I don't really hate the Chiefs, but their fans are, I don't know. I don't, there's a, it's just a lot, but anyway, they do have a super quarterback and they're, they are really talented and their office is fun to watch and they have a good defense. So I expect Jacksonville to beat them by 27. Um, yeah. I mean, you'll, you'll bet the money line again. <laughs> Will I? Yeah. The last, the last thing I need to do of all the wasteful things I do with money the last thing I need to do is get involved in betting. Uh, the uh, the game of the weekend, uh, so we are told, is Buffalo against Cincinnati. And uh, I'm always kind of backdoor rooting for Buffalo because they're they've just had such crap luck as a franchise. They had they went to four consecutive Super Bowls in the early '90s. And they had a great assemblage of talent. Uh, mm-hmm. That, but everybody remembers them losing four Super Bowls. Part of it's because there's there's no sportscaster who won't jerk off a Dallas team, uh, a Cowboys team, because they're America's team. Uh, that's what they tell us anyway. I'm in America. They're not my team, but. Uh, yeah. So I'm rooting for Buffalo. The big, the big ESPN story this week was how Cincinnati's Joe Burrow was mm-hmm. better than Joe Allen of the Bills. He's oh. been overrated. And that, that that's this week's story. Last week's story, the manufactured apocalyptic response. Yeah. Was that the uh, Tampa Bay team eight and nine would beat the twelve and five Cowboys and uh, that a lot happen. of a lot of Cowboys fans are like, oh, how, how could you think that? That's just slurping story. Yeah, yeah. that's just so, slurping uh, Tom Brady. That's all that is. You know, Tom Brady's now funny. become Brett. Tom Brady has now become Brett Favre in the sense that, like, every time he's mentioned, you have to say that he's the greatest of all time. And then I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know who the next one of that guy is. That the next Tom Brady. Super hyped. Oh. I mean, it was Favre. Well, there's, there's uh, like, I mean, Brett or not Brett Favre, uh, Aaron Rodgers, who replaced him. He's always got yeah. this drama of will he leave or won't he leave? Uh, what you call it? There's some flirtations with Manziel and Tebow. Yeah. but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who the next salivating person is. Yeah, 
the needle for your scalp. Maybe, maybe it's the Kansas City guy. The Kansas he, City he guy. Seems like, he seems likable, but you know, when too many people slur from him, he'll, he'll be you know, made to be unlikable. Uh, sure. When when you you're just hearing his name twenty four seven. Yeah. Most people are uh, made to be unlikable. Like like if we did this podcast every day, I think. I think I'd probably start to hate you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the big we didn't we didn't do this in pre-production. Oh God, are we going I, off script? But I do. Yeah. All but right. I like a game. I don't think this will be a good game. But I mm-hmm. like a game that has history to it historically. Yeah. So the 49ers playing Dallas. Like those were some good matchups back in the 80s. Yeah. I I went to this Dallas game with uh, a friend uh, from work. It was oh yeah, her husband. Yeah, and they were firefighters, and I I guess they were big Dallas fans generally. We get that they were playing Pittsburgh uh, with Roethlisberger, and so the little sports bar we were at one day had some classic uh, Cowboys Steelers games on. Yeah, just little snippets of it, getting people psyched for this game, and it, and it was like you know, yeah, there, there are there are those teams that play each other, and uh, you, you have some good memories. So I don't know that this will be a good game. I mean, I know the Craftsman Brock Purdy is playing in Iowa. Yeah, but, uh, there were some good matchups. Uh, but back when uh, Steve Young and Deion Sanders versus Aikman and uh, Emmett Smith and uh, the rest of the the vintage crack wagon mess up, <laughs> those were some some good con- those were some good con uh, con uh, yeah. tests. Well, you and remember maybe they'll they'll what, do some uh, highlights of that in this game. What you're recalling there is a uh, a era when they still use running backs. Yeah. So, you know, that's not happening anymore. So, anyway, uh, what are the other two get- matchups? We might as well mention them. Uh uh, the Giants play Philadelphia. That's a big East Coast jerk-off yeah. game. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. And your Cowboys play, play the Niners, which we did yeah. mention. Yes, I'm rooting for Brock Purdy, uh, but I uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Dallas has t- three talented players on offense, so, <laughs> um, you know, whatever. Uh, I just wanted to talk briefly about these Amazon.com recommendations that were that got in front of me. Um, we talked about this in pre-production, which is probably why you're sick of this story. Uh, but periodically, uh, you know what? The, the page that was recommending these things has disappeared. I don't know where it's at. But... They was, they thought they thought you might buy a typewriter. 
Yeah, the big one was a typewriter, which I just clicked on to see, you know, uh, I clicked on the typewriter to see, like, oh, you know, uh, why, uh, why, what, what, what does a typewriter cost? It's $230. You know. Well, you wanted to see if Hoffman and, um. The other guy were in the background sprinting sure. or right. The other guy. Not Newman, but uh Are you talking about Red, always, Paul Red always Red. shits on one of my favorite movies, All the President's Men. Red. So it was Robert Red. Redford and Dustin Hoffman. He describes it as the movie where guys are running between typewriters. There so was, there was he, a lot of that. There was a lot of running between typewriters. Uh, you gotta inject. You gotta inject some drama. I don't know what. How, I don't know what they would do with an accounting movie. They, uh, well, they, they turned they the. They, turned, they made it a movie called The Accountant with Ben Affleck, who you make your own decisions of whether or not he's a believable accountant. But he he was it also has, an assassin. He's also uh, uh, an assassin. <laughs> So I mean, it had to be a it had to be a pentathlon. It'd be running behind the spreadsheet. There'd be javelin throws. They, they, I'm just saying that they, they have to add a lot of stuff to make it palatable. Here's how they. I assume you've watch. not seen this movie, but here's how they ad- dramatized accounting: is for some reason he was in an all glassed in office, so you could see here's. from all, and he was doing this forensic accounting about who was stealing money from the company they were leaking money somewhere and so he's going through all these boxes one by one and he does all of his math by writing in Mm. dry erase markers on the wall on the windows so you can look through the math at the beautiful visage of matt of uh uh ben affleck doing math so I've sold you on that movie. All right. Uh, you got any last words before we send you off to the uh, Just follow the checklist. Don't skip any steps. That's yes. All that's I'm, right. All I'm saying. If, if you have the ability. Don't make it, assumptions on, on step one. Right. If you have, If you're in a position where you're deciding whether someone needs to be sent to the funeral home or not just be sure just be sure i agree all right buddy get us out of here ah be kind behave and do uh do hold the mirror up to the the nostril all right buddy good talking to you see you later man all right later man So keep watching Jeopardy 24 hours a day and call this number. Yeah, dumb son of a bitch. You don't watch it 24 hours a day. When it took your rock. Well, I guess we can close the file on that one. <laughs>